What's up, guys? How are we doing today? Welcome back to the 86 No Filter Podcast. My name is Kyle. Nate Miller here. Daniel. And Sam. And we are very excited today for Ariana to come onto the podcast and let us know what is up in her life um, with the serving industry or restaurant industry. Um, But I guess, how's everyone doing? Great. Yeah? Good. I'll start off. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What you got? Um, life is crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? what, you, what do you have going on? I, uh, you know, I don't even know at this point uh-huh. how I would explain it. Uh-huh. Um, my past 48 hours have been a whirlwind, but, um, it's always nice to have friends Yeah, and to just remember that wherever you are out there listening, <laughs> whatever you're trying to do. Just do you and focus on your goals and just keep working, keep grinding, and it's all going to be okay in the end. There you go. It's okay to be selfish. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you got to do your own thing, man. And, uh, you know, shake those haters off. Mm, Blocking out the haters, bro. (laughs) Blocking out the haters. Uh, Yeah, that's it for good old Danny. Um, I guess I can go next. Uh, I just moved into a new place. Hey. Yeah. Oh, shit. Congrats. I've been, thank you. I've been hopping around different places for the past couple months. Uh, living, not living out of my car, but living out of my car. Like like, car adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. all my stuff's been in my car. Um, along with a lot of protein shake, uh, bottles empty, uh, talking gains. You can throw those out by the way. Uh, it just made me feel good because I'm like, damn, I've been working out a lot. Huh? Um, but, uh, yeah, I got a new place. Uh, it's my second night. Last night was my second night staying there and it is cold. It is like 61 degrees. I wake up and my toes are like, Sixty-one's not but isn't that, that the, that's the, yeah, the that's best way to sleep. All. Is it's like the best in a way freezing to sleep. room with lots of covers. But yeah. I don't have enough blankets. Wow. I only have one blanket, uh, so I need bro, to go I got get some more. blankets. I only have one blanket. I'll get some blankets for you. Oh, bro. thank you. I yeah, appreciate man. that. We can hook what you up with some blankets. For? But yeah, hey, it's always good to have friends, and wherever you are right now, just know. <laughs> 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 Block out the coldness. Block out the Because that's my biggest hater currently. Right now. Yeah. Nate, what about you? How you doing? Um, I don't know. It's been a – I've had a weird week. To be honest, um, but I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be positive Mm -hmm. about the future. Me too, man. Like you, I am happy to have uh, friends and people. You know, so I'm just kind of you know that's one podcast at a time. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I got up today, so (laughs) we're here. We out here. Things are looking good. Sam. Uh well uh in contrast to all you sad boys <laughs> actually well no Kyle you were pretty uh, happy I'm not yeah that yeah. much of a sad boy um no it's been good uh my girlfriend just moved into a new place so I've been helping her oh cool uh, I didn't know that yeah I've been where at you have a girlfriend with, with Katie oh yeah I have a girlfriend shut up yeah <laughs> good yeah. for her me and your mom have been going out for a while <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> that's crazy because oh, I haven't sorry. seen my mom in like ten years yeah I know I hope she's, she's a doing shame good. you Sam um, hasn't seen your mom in ten minutes. <laughs> hey. 
Okay. Anyway, on. so yeah, no, it's been good. So Kyle's mom, if you're, you're listening, I just want you to know that I respect you. <laughs> mom, I respect you too. I love you. I respect you, and oh, and uh, I'll call you later tonight. Uh, yeah, no, it's been great. Um, yeah, other than that, work's work's been as you guys well know, or sort of into the slow season where we work. So uh, that has been a little, you know, money can be tough, but also mm-hmm. I think after the the really busy holidays, uh, at least for me, I'm like down for a, a pros and break, cons. A yeah, I need back. a little bit of a yeah. Absolutely. I'm down for a break, but my wallet is like right. yeah. what Screaming. is going on <laughs> right <laughs> now. Well, cool, cool. Thanks Here for we checking are. in, everyone. Yeah, 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 important, yes. important yeah. uh, I am very excited. A very good friend of mine, a beautiful lady, is here to be our guest today. Ariana, I'm not even going to try and say your last name, <laughs> even though I've known you for so long. I should know how to say it. Feel free to That's tell. That's super it. racist of you, That's James. not. I'm going to picture it. Already, we just got here. Oh. Hey, okay, here's the thing. Are you I'm Polish? Not, no, I'm Persian. Oh. Iranian. Say your last name. Well, now. Well, now you don't. If you don't want to, yeah. <laughs> you might have to edit it. <laughs> Say your social <laughs> security <laughs> number. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> click, click, click. We've edited around whatever just happened. Oh uh, <laughs> anyway, Ariana, we're very, very excited for Ariana to be here today. That should be that should be the little tidbit at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> that you're so racist. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome hey. to the 86 No Filter Podcast. For the record, yeah, I'm not a racist. And I love Ariana I very mean, much. For the record, like, the rest of us are. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. Skating on by that. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for um, having me. Let's do a little bit, uh, a little check in with you. So obviously, I'm very excited to talk to you about some very cool service industry, restaurant industry stuff today. Um, how did you kind of get started in the restaurant industry? Um, it was literally just matter of necessity. I moved to Chicago to be with my boyfriend at the time, and I'd always lived with my parents at that point, and I knew just from growing up that you make the most money in the restaurant industry. So I just kind of barreled my way through and started in Chicago, which is cool because I got a lot of awesome experience there. But I started as a hostess. I hated it. And then literally three months later, I lied to another job and said I was a server in California because I know they're not going to call like, hey, California, is she telling the truth? Like, no. (laughs) So, and then like, I'm. Yeah, see, I didn't work in the restaurant (laughs) industry. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she worked in my place. She was an excellent 2010 to 2012, she was an excellent server. California she worked for Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger's the. The dad of California. Yeah. Oh, when okay. you call California, I don't think he was. Hello? It was Jerry Brown. It was 100 Jerry Brown. Regardless, <laughs> well, we don't like to talk. He doesn't have it. He can't do a good. No one can do a Jerry Brown impersonation, so we're gonna skip it. Okay, fair. Um, so you were Jerry Brown. I'm the governor of California. <laughs> that is what he sounds Dude, like. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> so you were a host and you were a server. Yeah. Uh, and so you were only host for three months. Three months. So then, when you got hired as a server, I'm assuming that was at a different place. It was at a different place. Yeah, I just went in. Um, made in my fake resume super professional Killed it. um i did do like my due diligence though i spent those three months learning about wine because i knew mm. that's very important and also i love to drink wine so it's nice. not hard sure. to learn about wine yeah. um yeah. if you enjoy it not an I mean, alcoholic that, I'd, I just i'd have say we're all wine. the four of us <laughs> are kind of the same with beer. i enjoy it yeah. a little too much that like i don't really do my my research i just drink the whole thing oh, i'm like actually, oh that was good i actually just started getting into wine because you know the place that we work at is known for its beer and we drink a lot of beer at work we get shift beers but that means now when I go out, I don't want to drink beer. Yeah. I don't. So I, I've That's been getting fair. more into wine. Like I went to Napa over the holidays. Nice. And like went to a bunch of wineries and stuff like that. That's so. awesome. Yeah. So I love going to wineries. Pick your, pick your brain about that. Yeah. 
I don't like California wine though, but what? unless it's like, mm, like I'm, I'm, you know, I do know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Ari- I don't Ariana know. Ariana is a lady of very um, taste. sophisticated taste. Uh, so well, she said I went to Chateau Montalina and three months studying wine. Bad. 2006 so. cab was really good. Okay, okay, that's fair. Montalina is good. Well, that's the thing. It has to be like those solid California houses because, like, I'm not doing Paso Robles. I'm not. Oh doing, yeah, like, no. I, I but then you. that's like what everyone in California wants. And I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of that. I'm more like you're old like your old world. Yeah. So yeah. if I got yeah. you like a bottle of two buck chuck, I was gonna say two buck chuck 2016. My bad. 2018. That was a great year. Yeah, it was a great year. Oh. A great year for two buck chuck. Uh, Actually, 2017 of, was a Goldilocks year. Get the hell out of here. Who cares? Whatever that means. Uh, speaking of sophisticated taste, I mean, I feel like we're kind of already there. But like uh, one thing that I think I, I we are excited to talk to you about is um, I feel like mo. Do any of the four of us guys have any fine dining experience? No. Yeah. So let's. I mean, let's let's introduce the topic just to uh, for the sake sure, of introduce formality. The topic, All right. So the topic <laughs> is uh, fine dining versus casual, uh, and I think like like Daniel said, I I don't have fine dining experience. I I have. I mean, where we're at now is more fine than where yeah. I came from. I don't even know if I've so, been to a fine dining restaurant more than like four or five times in my life. I thought you were going to say oh. never. I was going to say No, I've, yeah. I've got a few times. But Let's go out. you got to treat like, a lady, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I hope so. <laughs> it doesn't work out in the end, but anyway. Still have your memories. Uh, yeah, you still had a great meal. Um, so, fine dining. Yeah. Would you say... Have you, do you have casual dining experience as well, would you say? Very briefly, I did, my first restaurant was casual. Well, like mid-scale, I won't, it was an oyster bar. So okay. it's okay. definitely mid-scale, but we were adjacent to a fine dining restaurant. Right. So it was cool because we would literally be the starter. Basically, they'd come have their oysters, right, cocktails sure. at our restaurant, move over to the more fancy fine dining white tablecloth restaurant. So that's where I was just like, I got spoiled a little bit because I was used to that clientele. I was mm-hmm. used to that kind of money because even though it was lower price points, the you still had ready to spend more. Exactly. Yeah. So I was I was lucky and spoiled in that sense. And oysters interesting because you can get like there are oyster bars that are like super kind of like grungy, like fisherman spots where they're like just shuck it in front of you and bam. And For then sure. there's, you know, the oyster, like four, you know, three Michelin star restaurants. That all start exactly. Exactly. We weren't Michelin by any means. No, of course, but, but, like <laughs> but yeah, but, but in terms of like, you know, being a, like, it's a very, I feel like very, um, sort of variable kind of for sure uh, concept for Absolutely. a restaurant and yeah. being and so being next to that fine dining I imagine that that was the kind of like that you, was like the draw said. that was definitely the draw it was it was like formatted so that it would be kind of like this 50s style vibe you know Don Draper mm-hmm. goes gets his oysters oh, yeah. then goes yeah. over to get his big ribeye like that was the vibe and yeah. it was super cool I love working there great first serving experience there's a, a restaurant in la that, that kind of sounds similar uh, shout outs to harlow if you ever want a good uh, kind of i've classy, heard of that place classy oyster night good i don't martinis. think i've ever had oysters though i don't know how to eat i oysters. love oysters they're, don't they're you not love them or hate them. chew them can you just like em. swallow them or something you, there's like I mean, clams no it, it's like I, you can I just kind of do that with know. oysters but we're, we're showing our low breeding here guys <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I disagree i feel like the maybe kyle and i are i feel like you are clearly the most sophisticated um, yeah, well, when you say Michelin stars, what's an oyster bar? Yeah. <laughs> when you say Michelin stars, I think of the tire. I'm like, I just think yeah. of Gordon like, oh, cool. Do oysters well, no, drink a lot that's, of alcohol? That's what it was. <laughs> oh, really? It was the tire company rating <laughs> restaurants around the country to get people to go on road trips. 
Whoa. Oh, I didn't even know Interesting. that. Interesting. Pretty sure. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it, that's so, what it so, started. So far, it I've learned snowballed. in today about my friend Sam that he's very cultured in wine, and he's a fan of oyster bars. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I didn't knew, know. He's been doing it for years. I, I know I, I look homeless, but I have a pretty, like, you know... I can get, I can bougie it up. It's got a secret side. Um, so, so that was your first serving experience. Yes. Um, what, because I know nothing about oyster bars. So what is serving at a place like that? Like, are you like, is it still like a normal serving? Like you're running food to tables and stuff. We had runners. I didn't run food. That's another thing that I've been really lucky. We had like literally a dedicated busser. We had dedicated runners. We had a dedicated bar back. So I'm used to delegating yeah, a lot yeah. which i try not to take advantage of because i like to have good rapport with my sure. pastor that's super important if they hate you they're not going to do anything for you very true but I, you have to like in that kind of environment people expect a higher level of standard so you have to have your support staff you can't as a single server you can't hit every single point of service and give that level of service while you're also busting your own tables resetting yeah. like running your own food it's just like not a thing it's not doable that's the world we live yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i know but like yeah. but i know because my roommate also works at a similar place and it's like when people are spending that much money you are there to like your only focus is on the guests 100%. Yeah, totally. yeah so it's like smaller sections but again your check averages are higher so you're fine with that smaller yeah. section right. yeah you, know? you don't you know, there's not as much of a pressure to turn exactly to so exactly. are you pretty much like just doing like you know kind of hospitality greet take order refill drinks no because i'm the type of person again who's like super hands-on with my table mm-hmm. if there's an empty plate my buzzer hasn't been there in 30 seconds that plate's off okay, the table gotcha, gotcha. i am so anal about that and like i'm not mean about it because i know like my standards are a little bit higher but like i as a guest get antsy when i have i don't know i know this and i understand because i know they have a million other things yes. but i don't know I that's just so funny because that i i when i was growing up uh we had a family friend stay with us who went to culinary school in france and had just very strong opinions about the restaurant industry and he said he hated it when he would be at a restaurant and people would pre-bus because he felt like he was getting like rushed. He's like, I want to enjoy my meal. I'm, we're just sitting I know. So I I know some people that are like like that too. Not clearing one course at a time. Yeah. So like, I do that. I don't, I don't, when everyone's done, I clear. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Cause you have courses. That makes sense. Got it. Got it. Got it. I work with courses. Okay. 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 So here's my question. What's the most casual place that you've worked at? The oyster bar. Actually, JK, I worked two months at, You've been there, um, the tequila bar, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that place. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Schoen is yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that dumpster? Oh, that no, was, it wasn't. No, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. She says casual. It was a very, very nice tequila bar. Like, uh, of course. It, well, I only went there one time when I visited you. And I made you. you love tequila. Yes. Okay. Um, tequila is like the one thing that I cannot drink. And then she gave me my first ever Paloma. He had a and Paloma. it was like a Paloma. With like, it was like pomegranate or mango or I don't know what like Paloma is. Man. Grapefruit, tequila. This girl, soda. gotcha boy, yeah. done. Fucked up on some pretty <laughs> ass tequila drinks. I drank them all yeah. night. And uh, well, because then the, was the um, then you Dude, do the, the sweet ones the are the dangerous. Oh, or the horchata? No. Oh, the stupid. Oh my god. I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah, you didn't. You weren't there when they were idiots chucking ice shots at cars driving by. So they like, give you what? a shot. You can uh, get a shot in and uh, in it's made out of ice, and so yeah. they pour the whatever, and so uh-huh. you do the shot, and then you get to like. Slam. Was there a wall? Wasn't there a wall? There was like a bell. Oh, a bell. That's right. They had a bell, and you had to try and hit the bell with your like frozen shot glass, and I did it. It was amazing. As the servers, <laughs> mind you, dope. as we're walking by, right. like. 
there's like titles <laughs> flying through the air. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. Give drunk people yeah. ice something shots to, throw. to her. That's like, exactly like that sounds like something I would absolutely love if I was a, a, a guest, guest yeah. and I would absolutely fucking abhor. If yeah, I there. yeah, but it, it was, was great. Was but yeah, I definitely wouldn't. Because you guys had like some food there, right? Like kind we of snackish stuff. We did. We had stuff. expensive tacos. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like taco platters for like 16, 18 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the food was very meh. So she says casual. For her, I mean, it's casual. But, but yeah. it's also but like it's not it's not a, just about the price point. It's about yeah. the style. Sure, I said de- definitely. You know, you can bad. go to a really like a place with like high end stuff, but it's still casual atmosphere because sure. yeah, 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 people yeah. in jeans and it's like, hey, what do you want? And so like just because it's like <laughs> hey, what do you want? Casual versus fine dining is it's it's an attitude. It's like expectations. Definitely, of the guests, definitely. Yeah, you know? that was and definitely. You can go to probably reasonably I mean, they had, fine dining places. They had frozen shots that you throw to Bell. Yeah, exactly. That sounds casual as fuck. That sounds like we're down south, like having yeah. a good old time, like no um, rules. So if, if you would say that's kind of the most casual place you've worked, what would you say is the most kind of high-end place that you've worked? Um, Just not necessarily in terms of like the food, but in terms of um, like standards. I worked at a resort in Newport Beach mm-hmm. um, most recently, and that was definitely, we were Forbes five star. And I don't know wow. if you guys know what entail like what goes into that, but basically like super super strict standards. You have to greet a table within two minutes. They need drinks in their hands within five minutes. There's just I think like thirty or forty steps of service that you have to hit. Name usage. You have to use the guest names at least three times. Wow. Like like Whoa. naturally within right. service. Right, right, right. Like hey Tyler, you need a refill. <laughs> right. <laughs> she knows my name. Right. Like that kind of thing. So gotcha. to figure out these people's names. So if there's eight people, it's really difficult. Ooh, wow. You have to find the host's name basically. Right. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. So that was definitely the most like intensive. And what made it kind of almost more so is that we had secret audits so you don't know yeah. like we know those we know about yeah yeah. Well. yeah you don't know who's at your table you don't know if someone's auditing you and if they audit you you're like gonna get shit on by your managers yeah. 100 yeah. percent. what happens if because we call them secret shops mm-hmm. secret shoppers it's casual yeah we're cash we're very <laughs> right. we're totes cash yeah um so like for instance if if i was serving a table and i was getting secret shop and i'm busy or i'm just lazy or whatever and i fail that shop uh, they they make me go and retrain oh. at a different restaurant. But then if if you fail like a certain amount period, or if you fail a certain amount of shops within a certain period of time, you like can go say two I within two a year. Within, no, not a year. That's how. Yeah, Sam. We've had, you could fa- you we've could fail rest- one and they could get rid of you. We've it's had really and we've had re- we've had we've had people that have Maybe. left our restaurant recently because they failed two shops in like a relatively like extended amount of time. Well. So that's what happens to us. So what happens to you guys? Is it just if, like if you were to quote unquote fail, are you just out? So ours has a very, very strict consequences attached to it. The five star basically allows the resort to charge a certain amount for their rooms. Once mm-hmm. we go down, if we lose that fifth star, we can't charge five star prices. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're basically losing hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> if they lose that star. Granted, Forbes is so political. They buy that star every year. Oh, I, oh so uh, these auditors are from Forbes. They're from Forbes. Oh, I see. Because got it. at our restaurant, they've hired a company to sort of get random We have random those people. in the Joe middle Schmo. just to make sure we're on it. Right. But twice but a year, Forbes actual auditors. Forbes wow. comes okay, to see. our place yeah. and checks us out. We don't know who they are. We have ideas. There's ways pressure. to kind of yeah, tell. Yeah, it's like, I think that was a Yeah, show. because they... Like, since it's at a resort, like, you look at a guest, oh, they went to the spa, they went to this, like, they hit right. every outlet, right. so we're kind of, like, on it a little bit more, yeah. but, like, 
at the end of the day, if you're off or you're super busy and at a resort, they like they don't they don't cut off resos like they just keep coming in. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. how am I supposed to give five star service right. when to I have 30 people within 20 minutes in my section? Like yeah. it's not possible. And that's why I say we buy the star, because honestly, I don't think we were worthy of the five star. I've been to resorts Uh-oh. that are Forbes five star. And they're just you tell a, a next level. Really? Like, really? Oh my God. You Do you feel think that so your spoiled. perspective is just maybe tainted though because you are actually behind the scenes? Like well, when I you go know. to those places, the whole point is that there's this illusion that everything is just like perfect. That and nothing's stuff. And going obviously wrong. It's never, it's never really like that behind the scenes. Somebody's running around like, right. oh shit, <laughs> right. we didn't order this today or yeah. something like Right. Well, I'll just give you like an example, for instance, of how we weren't five star and how this other resort yeah. Air in out. Bali, Indonesia, mind you. Oh, like, yeah. but Bali, Bali balls out. That's why they call it that. <laughs> but like, come on, dude. We're like the United States right, of America. Newport. Like we seriously, like you can't, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So in Bali, for instance, when we would go to eat, everyone from the bartender to the busser knew who me and my husband were. Like, they knew what we did 10 minutes ago. They knew what we're going to do tomorrow. Like, that is Forbes five star. You know your guests inside and out. You Mm -hmm. know what they like to eat. You know what they like to drink. They knew we're vegetarian. With our restaurant, for instance, we have such, like I said, influx of people. They're all about their bottom line. And that, I think, is the death of five star is yeah. like when you're more worried about the money you're making rather than the service you're giving. Yeah, true. We like we had this thing called Travel Zoo. I don't know if you've heard about it. No. Where we served at our restaurant for two people a $39 three course meal for two. So okay. as you can imagine, you had hundreds lot. of people would come yeah. in. Yeah. And they still want us to give five-star service when you're serving a three-course dinner, like three-course lunch yeah. within two hours with like 200 guests and five servers. Yeah. Not possible. Yeah. Not Christ. doable. Like, yeah. I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are. Yeah. What do you want? You're literally just here <laughs> like, for the like money like thing. You're going to give me oh, an Oh, and we'll never see them again. Yeah, yeah. Never. No, dude. $5 tips. Five dollar uh, tips. Yeah. Five dollar tips. Oh, I yeah. Hate, yeah. If you're looking ah. for, I totally yeah. get that. If you, that's the problem with like, because Dine LA is happening right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know, and I'm like really stoked. It's just like two weeks in the winter, and I think two weeks in the summer, of lots of restaurants put on like prefix meals that can kind of mm-hmm. show themselves off. They're usually at like a lower price point, and I'm really stoked. I definitely want to try some places. But like, if you're waiting, you know, if you're gonna go out and have a really, you know, like splurge on one of these kind of like discount meals, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think there's a lot of people that are like, man, I'm already spending like 80 bucks or what? Is yeah. it 40 for two or is it 40 per 40 person? 40 for two. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Then no one's going to be like, yeah. Like, yeah. No one's going to make up for that. It's going to be like, yeah, here's 40 here's for bucks. two. Yeah. I used to sell two for 20. Two for 20. <laughs> <laughs> chili. Yeah, we got, we got chilies okay. in the house. Chile. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's not yeah. the business. Uh, but, I mean, especially if me. they're going to a place that is normally out. So, like, normally, like, I right. can never afford to go there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's a pointless thing because they're yeah. sending this with the intent of bringing these guests back. You're never going to see You're these never, people yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. ever again. Well, especially at a resort because that would mean m- most people are what, on vacation. Maybe? Exactly. Right. So. They're on vacation and there's the locals who live in Newport Coast who that's their home yeah. basically. They're like, probably already know? spending so much money. Exactly. exactly. And then they're like, oh my God, we could get this deal. For yeah. You? Oh, whoa, oh the rich people uh. were the worst. Yeah. Oh my God. Rich people are the cheapest people. Honestly. Shout out to America. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> uh, a quick question I had though, going yeah. back to something you said about the Bali thing. Yeah. Cause you were there on your honeymoon. Yeah. Do you think that that made any sort no. of different? You think that's just how they operate. That's how they operate. And they're the most genuine kind wonderful like open-hearted people because yes we stayed at five-star resorts but then we would go to like literally 
hole in the wall, like garbage looking place on the outside and just have like the most wonderful food, the kindest people taking care of us. Like, I don't think it had anything to do. I just think it has to do with their culture. The approach to the the service culture. Exactly. And they're very much like truly turn the other cheek. Like Mm. I've seen them like some truly horrible people go into their places and just treat them terribly and they just continue to smile at them. They continue to get, I'm not, I cannot. Do, like, well, I think well what's, what's the tipping culture there? They don't. People oh, don't wow. tip. It's okay. technically included. I would always tip. So that's, that's the other thing is that they're already, they're already getting that tip. Yeah, they're not trying no, but to get anything not. else from you. No, they're not. It's nothing. What's included, they're making, because their currency, so their minimum wage a month is 150 US dollars in a month. A month? A month. Whew. Yes. So they're like all not making any money really. And granted, yes, their living costs are way lower, mm-hmm. but you're stuck in Indonesia. You yeah, cannot leave you can Indonesia. Out, yeah. You can never leave. And I had that conversation with a lot of people. They want to explore the world. They want to see the world. With $150 a month, you're not you're not even going to yeah. Thailand. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I would always like give them at least like $30, $40, which was nothing for me, but they would like freak out. Are you sure you want you are you yeah. sure you want to give that's this a lot much? To them. Yeah. yeah. It's like crazy. It's like a third of their it's well, their rent. Kinda, I'm giving right. them their rent in one tip, you that's know? Crazy. Yeah. I that I had an experience similar to that when I was in Thailand and like uh haggling is very much part of the culture yeah. and like their night markets are incredible. But like they, you know, I would be like, they'd be like, how much is this? And they'd be like 300 baht. And that's like five bucks. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Are yeah. you sure? And I'm like, yeah, here. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. I wanted to haggle because it's fun. And I like, I like that. But also it's like, I don't, you know. I went in bucks. Bali, yeah. the same thing. This woman, like I went and asked her, how much is this? And she told me the price without even a breath in between. But how much do you want it for? I can bargain with you. And I'm just like, lady, like, you're underselling yourself. Like. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, then. <laughs> Took advantage a little bit. I want but. it for free. Yeah. I wonder if... You'd be a terrible bargain. <laughs> I wonder if a lot of that culture... I wonder how much of it comes from, like, the, the history of the culture versus just the history of tourism and the business of that. And that, you know, when you are at a tourist spot, like, that's the main job is mm-hmm. some type of service job. And then it's a, it's different type of service than working at your local corner bar or your corner yeah. restaurant. I mean, I think, I think I've, I've the little bit I've traveled around, like there are, I think there are cultures that are more, I don't even, cause like on the one hand, I think that there are like cultures where it's like, that is, you know, welcoming the stranger is like paramount and places like Greece and Thailand, like, everybody is smiling if they find out you're not from around there super welcoming open their homes to you whatever you need but also at the same time like everyone has that you know except maybe like new york but (laughs) (laughs) But, but i have i've i can pretty confidently say that i've done the least amount of traveling out of anybody in this room so i have no idea yeah so i mean i'm all this is all speculation there's all yeah no 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 i think but i think it's a good point i think that especially if like you're saying like bali especially where tourism is so huge that that definitely parts of the culture that are more yeah like welcoming and all that stuff they get like enhanced even more yeah you know like what like when i would when i was traveling around the greek islands which now are like you know very much about tourism you know that aspect of greek culture that is you know in athens people were great too but like that was even amped up even more because not only is it their normal cultural kind of like how they go about things but it's also they're tied to their how they make their money so it's just kind of like a positive feedback loop so i think it's a good point uh, but, you know, taking a step back, I think that, you know, you look at like every culture on earth generally is like be nice to 
be nice to strangers. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like you know, for the most part. Oh no, France was not that way. That's yeah. Everyone they, they, says they, that. Uh, I yeah, never had like, issues. I no, never I had, had that I, issue. I had, I, had a, I, had a, I had a French dude completely save my ass when he didn't need to. So that I've I, never I, had that like problem. Is it because you're from somewhere else or because you're from America? Listen, Do they not like I Americans? think as long as no, in my I, experience, like as long as you attempt to like give like a basic like knowledge of the language can i have this table so try to say it in french mm. they know you're not but they appreciate the gesture and they appreciate because like i can tell you there's so many douchebag americans who go there I and like literally imagine. like i saw when i was there like there's so make many america americans. great hats like are oh, you kidding me you're in france homie like what are <laughs> yeah. you doing like yeah, they just want to see an effort, and that's understandable. I've seen people get mad, like, at my... Like, we worked at a resort where somebody would come in from another country mm. and couldn't speak English, and yeah. I'm like, dude, they're visiting. Like, they... Oh, my gosh, so much racism. So much racism. It's crazy. But, like... And then you're I'm saying like... You're saying toward, towards the guests? Towards like, the behind guests. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like... Them. And then you're going to get offended that other countries treat you the same way right. that you treat your guests, yeah. you know? Nah, I don't know. So, overall, what would you say? I'm curious. Um... Because now I like the I like where this conversation has gone now because you have like done some traveling too as well which is really interesting to see like your perspective of of fine dining casual dining and also fine dining casual dining in other parts of the world. Um, I'm just curious like which which would you say that you enjoy more as like an employee or and or as a customer or a guest? Casual or fine? Yeah. Um, I mean, if money weren't an issue, I would do fine dining all the time. Yeah. Um, because especially nowadays, it's not as stuffy as it used to be. Fine dining, true fine dining is white tablecloth, mm -hmm. like five courses, wine paired dinners, like everything is very militant. And that's honestly like we don't really have fine dining anymore because it's been turned like people are turned off by it yeah. a lot. Um, so true fine dining is kind of dying away, but especially what, I would say on the West coast, I think, yeah. you know, like in New York, yeah. I think it's still a lot New more. New York, Chicago still has it, yeah. but even then it's, it's very much it changed. It's, it's not, very much changed. Like yeah. I would say like maybe per se and French laundry have kept that like, you know, true fine mm -hmm. dining attitude. But even like we went, my husband and I to Alinea in Chicago through Michelin star restaurant, like amazing food, five-star service but like it's not the fine dining of like the olden days yeah, sure. i think like, it's funny a uh, weird tangent but i think alinea was the place that uh uh sent out a message to the clemson football team yeah. and, and offered them yep. a free, no way uh, yeah. three-star michelin meal i was and the guy so was like happy. i don't even care about football but it's just embarrassing what our because yeah. last week yeah. we talked about our uh, yeah we talked about our, our dear leaders uh big buffet yeah. hamburgers <laughs> hamburgers no. baby and that guy. <laughs> i was so happy the about that yeah so i thought that i'm like i hope i hope they i hope they they have to up on it. they're stupid if they don't go it's like one of the best it's like dinner in a show like honestly yeah. it's yeah. the most amazing eating experience you'll ever so have you're saying as a guest you'd prefer fine dining but as a as an employee would you say that you because you're talking about a lot about like there is a lot of pressure there is a lot at least in the place where you're working where it's like very militant you had to yeah. hit your, your service right. points all that stuff would you then maybe prefer to work then at a place like the oyster bar where it's a little laid back the money's still pretty good no. but you don't have to worry about no, it. you don't yeah. you don't care not, you money like honestly because my ultimate thing is i'm not in the service industry for longevity right. i'm in it to support my college endeavors right. 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 so for me money is the bottom line i will grind i will sweat i will do what yeah. i have to do i'll deal with pretentious people Sorry. get it while the getting's good exactly basically. and then hopefully like not do this for the rest of my life not to say that there's anything wrong with it it's just i don't have the no, we've all we've it. all talked about yeah. how and yeah. I, you know i would say there's a good at least the majority of people in the service industry are probably not or at least right. you know serving are not in it as right. their career sure. exactly it's a means to an end 
exactly. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think that is good for part one. Uh, we're just going to do a quick quick ad, ad break, yeah, and we'll then we'll uh, get back at it. Get a word from our sponsors. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was a good topic. Good the, job, uh, everybody. Uh, so we we'll be right that. back after a word from these sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by The Table Who Tells You Service Was Fantastic Instead of Tipping You With Actual Money Because Your Landlord's Preferred Method of Paying Rent Is In Thank Yous And IOUs Right back to the show Alright Thanks guys uh, We want to give a You know Just a general shout out To all of our sponsors If you're interested In sponsoring the podcast Please you know Reach out to us uh, You can get us At 86 No Filter Pod On Instagram uh, And at Gmail uh, So we've got a few more topics We want to talk about uh, this one is entitled "Different Plates in Different States." Uh, you're welcome. Shout out to our uh, Sam with genius writing team. <laughs> Good job, Sammy. <laughs> it's bolded, underlined, and yeah. in 58 font. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we got that. Uh, so I guess we'll open up this topic with kind of a, a general question: um, What is? Because I know in LA. I think it's even different in like LA County than like in all of California with the minimum wage thing. Yeah. Um, it what are we at? Yeah. What LA are we at right now? It's what? what? We're at thirteen twenty-five right now. But in like West Hollywood, it's already fifteen. Like there's certain oh, really? parts right. of yeah different yeah. subsections. There, I think are, are Los Angeles, at least if not California, is supposed to be fifteen dollars by like twenty twenty or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think we get one more bump up in the summer, and then the next year it'll be fifteen. Uh, so hey, shout um, outs to whoever just texted someone. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> maybe maybe we edit that. Maybe we don't. Um, cause, so one thing that and I and I'm curious. I don't know if your place would do this. I feel like your place would be above this. Um, one thing that our restaurant and some other LA restaurants have started doing is a surcharge. So instead of increasing menu prices or, or as well as increasing as well menu yeah, prices, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, increasing menu prices or like laying employees off or scheduling people less to kind of counteract the upcoming uh, the ongoing raise in minimum wage um, they'll add like a three percent or four percent surcharge to the bill and I know that's very confusing for guests because it's still a new thing people are still kind of figuring it out and it's not like everywhere yet so we get a lot of questions about like, wait, does this 3%, 4% go to you, the server? And we have to say like, no, it goes it's going to, to the company yeah. because they want to keep, you know, doing things the way, which like I see both, I personally see both sides of I it. Too. I think especially maybe because there's where a we better, work, I, I'm pretty sure that non-tipped employees make above minimum wage. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, um, so just in general, w- does the place you work at now in California do that at all? And what's the minimum wage difference kind of thing like, because you were in Chicago when you really started getting going in the service industry, now being back in California, minimum wage is different. Is yeah. it better or worse? What's that all kind of like? Well, definitely pro being in California is that you get paid like actually like a state regulated, like minim- not to say that Chicago isn't state regulated, but it sucks. Like here, I think I'm right now 1125, which is what my county is. Mm-hmm. But like you said, mm-hmm. it is going up to 15 in 2020, which yeah. is great. And I think it should. That's just my two cents. Yeah, July 1st, 2019, it's going to go up to 1425. And this is in uh, Los Angeles County. Okay. And so then in July 1st, it's going to go up to and July 1st, 2020. It's going to go up to 15. Hang in there, everybody. Right. <laughs> um, in Chicago, I was making four fifty-five an hour. Oof. Yeah. So if yeah, which was ridiculous, because yeah. yeah. there are days that are slower and you're not getting tables. Yeah. There was literally like I think at least like ten or eleven days out of my time there, which is like unacceptable. Like basically, I'm working for four dollars an hour. Yeah. It's not cool because yeah. I would get like one table, maybe make twenty bucks. Like 
and be there for eight hours. Jesus. And I'm like, cut me, cut me. <laughs> like, it was Terrifying. not cool. And you can't say anything. Like, there's nothing. And there are technically laws that say there, if that does happen, they're supposed to pay you right. the, the actual. Difference. But they don't do that. No there's there, And the employees aren't going to press charges because it's too much of a hassle totally, over yeah. like a few it'll you know take right. a few years exactly yeah. and, and you're in it for the tips at the end of the day exactly it just exactly. went up to 12 dollars an hour in chicago last july great really yeah. well 12 dollars an hour probably not for the restaurant industry Right, I don't think that's industry. a thing. They, in the Midwest, they, yeah. they're notoriously known for doing like anywhere from like two dollars yeah. in the yeah. South, yeah, two to four dollars. For a restaurant, probably yeah. for, for a regular they jobs. Tips, they, they yes, yeah. tipping is for right. tips yeah, employees. Right. Employers are it's supposed six twenty five. Six twenty five for tips employees. Yeah, between like that six twenty five and whatever the minimum wage exactly. is. If you don't make it, they're supposed to fill that gap. Well, yeah. on top of that, they're supposed to like little minute thing there that they're totally forgetting about the hour before the shift starts and the hour after the shift starts that you don't, there's you're, no way right, you're going to make doing, tips. Yeah. They're supposed oh. to, they don't do that. They're yeah. supposed to pay you the difference because oh, there's wow. no possible way you're going right, to make. if you're doing, you know, side work, closing Exactly. Work. Yeah. And yeah. that takes a yeah. minute. Like you're spending at least an hour, hour and a half, at least in the places I work doing side work. Yeah, absolutely. Cleaning. And yeah. you're not making any money for that. That's why I, I always say at the place we work, we work, I think that the opening server shift is like the worst shift in the entire restaurant because yeah. you have to do a, bu- it's a lot of opening side work and we don't even open until, 11 o'clock in most places yeah and then you get cut by 12 30 so yeah exactly and then and then they bring in two other servers by 12 30 and they're like oh we don't need the opener anymore get them out of here so you're like okay i've been on the clock for three hours i've only been able to even possibly make money for two and no one's coming in right at 11 so you're not even getting tables until there's already another server on the floor with you to share them so it's like uh, man, those and if they do, they're splitting a burger exactly. and having two glasses yeah, of they're, water. They're just have yeah. Their, yeah, they're just there to have a quick lunch before they you know go about the rest of their day. Um. So, yeah, I was very curious about the whole yeah. the whole minimum wage thing and how that's different. That's honestly like the biggest pro to California. Yeah. As opposed did you to did you did you ever have to? Because I've never worked in another state. Did you ever have to like actually pay because your tips were so high that your no. Pay, but your wage didn't cover the tax that you owed? I didn't have to do that. Awesome. I know some people who did, but I didn't. Yeah, I've just, heard, I've just heard stories of people that work in like big chains in like the South. They're like, yeah, I worked at like a Chili's mm-hmm. and we made like two twenty five an hour. Yeah. But like we would walk with like 250 bucks because sometimes right. those places are like right. good money. It's just, you know, you're running around. And then they'd be like, yeah, I had to like hand in like 50 bucks at the end of my shift. I Dang, have a that's really crazy. good tax guy, yeah. so. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of that tax guy. Yeah. Well, back, back to that minimum wage thing. I remember when I first started in a restaurant, uh, this is when I was 16, and minimum wage in California was $9. Mm-hmm. And I think about that now, and I'm like, I would work four hours, and that's when I wasn't getting tipped because I was working, I was like a server in a retirement home, like an assisted community. So I work for four hours, I make 36 bucks. And most of that is tax, so I'm making like twenty six dollars for four hours. I'm like, crazy. what the fuck is this job? Yeah, but you're sixteen. Yeah, I was sixteen. I didn't have mean? anything to pay. I <laughs> exactly. bought like movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, the whole Back to the Future trilogy is <laughs> one thing. Marijuana wasn't that expensive back then. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I got that for free. Before it was legal. Yeah, there you go. Oh, all right. And let's um, before we go down yeah, that. Yeah, I had a question about uh, the sort of clientele. Now, I don't know about Orange County. It might be a little different, but like L.A. is kind of notorious for having crappy service in mm-hmm. the restaurants. And really? I know that because, yeah, like people because I, I mean, I've I've I'm on the guest side of it. Like I've gone to restaurants and been like, you know, I'm always I always give the benefit of the doubt to the server. I know that people have off nights. Twenty percent is my, you know, like my baseline. Uh, but I've definitely had times where I'm like, 
dog, I know how easy your job is and you suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, or like they're just really disinterested. Like, Hey, what do you want? Like, dude, I'm not, I'm, we're not here to be best friends, but like, come on yeah, here. Like I'm here spending money. You don't need to know my name um, or anything. And then anything. also I've gotten people, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm not trying to gas myself up, but I've had people like, you know, come to the restaurant and be like, oh my God, like this was amazing service. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, was it? And like, this is the best service we've gotten in LA. And I'm like, that says way more about LA. Cause you know, I'm a pretty good, I have a good rapport with my tables and yeah. like I'll hook them up with, you know, a little free samples of beer if they want to try them out. But like, I don't think I'm doing anything special. So uh, versus, uh, I was, so I was wondering about Chicago versus Southern California. If, if you noticed a difference in the clientele. hundred percent. Chicago is notorious for being not notorious and like, no, not notorious. Wrong yeah. word. Famous for being an amazing food foodie. Town. Oh, like, so much good food. So I was only much. there for like four days. And, and also me and Joseph have gripes with you. You went to so many stupid chains. <laughs> there was so many amazing places to go. And you were going to like Bombay raps. <laughs> well, you know, what's really wow. funny the about that? She, the way that she Rock said that. Good. You know, what's, <laughs> what's really funny is that like, maybe like if it's your first time in a new city, right? You've never been there before. And you're staying with people that live there. Wouldn't you think that maybe those people would fucking tell you? Before oh, you go oh, to Stupid Chains? So this is some oh, bullshit. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> now we're getting into the get real tea. You mad at someone for being like, you went to so many stupid chains in the city that you've never been to before that I live in and I totally could have told you to not go to those stupid chains. You're an idiot. That makes no sense. <laughs> no. You're an idiot. No. We told you places and you ignored us. Like what? We told you all these places in the West Loop and then you're like, yeah, we just decided to go to Bombay Raps. <laughs> I, is that, I don't even know what Bombay Raps is. I don't or even, like you went to some like random Mediterranean chain. Oh, but that was like one lunch because we were walking around we were tired and fucking starving and it was there uh we it's also so went funny. to i got we got great chicago dogs we got great um oh did you go to the, the beef? really good chicago, chicago dog place we got really good pizza. Yeah. Um, you were there, weren't you? I know. Yeah. That's why you had your What's the best the pizza in Chicago? It uh, starts with well, a Well, we right? went to Lumalnati's. Didn't we? We went to Lumalnati's. Yeah. It's like, honestly, they're both really good. I think the reason I like Lou's better is because it's a like nostalgic thing. That's the first place I ever mm. tried. Nice. But I, like, the best pizza in it's Chicago is definitely... Ooh, is um, Chicago Pizza Oven Grinder. It's not like traditional deep dish, but it's literally a pizza pot pie. Oh. Ooh. I feel like... Yes. Look, shout out to the pizza The reason we didn't pie. take you there is because it's a three-hour wait every single time. I don't care what time of day you go. You were waiting three hours. Well, thing, even yeah. when we went to Lumanati's, I feel like we waited... A, yeah. a decent amount of time yeah. but it was definitely worth it yeah like, well probably, no dude you're waiting three hours before you even get a table and then you wait an hour for your pizza oh, fuck that yeah shit. see yeah. that's my beef with chicago deep dish i'm a new york style pizza guy chicago <laughs> deep dish was delicious but i'm just saying but so regardless so people in chicago are expecting good food like when they yes. go there okay. sorry got sidetracked by you for the record <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i refute Mr. all claims against me when i went to chicago i didn't know this so i wasn't like this better be the best food ever Oh, no, really? I, I wasn't looking at yeah. I wasn't looking at that way either. Okay. I I knew that Chicago was a great food city, so I was just excited to try shit that I had never tried. Right. I also I'm I'm a St. Louis Cardinal fan for baseball, so I was also excited to like see what all the fucking hype was about because I hear all these Cubs fans yeah, talking really? about oh we gosh. have Chicago dogs, blah blah blah. And I was like, I'm gonna eat this shit and I hope it makes me throw up so I can talk <laughs> shit. But it was delicious. So I feel like for the like quality of food that I can attain or afford, mm-hmm. I've had like the best of that but you also said that you've traveled the least out of everyone in this room <laughs> that i can attain i said that i can attain that i can attain i think you i think you could be surprised actually because like this is yeah. another weird tangent but for sam's birthday 
uh, we went to dim sum for the first time, yeah. and I'm not. Oh, a oh, yeah. dim sum for the first time. I, I went to dim sum for the first time, and I'm not a I super adventurous eater. Too, but dude, super yeah. cheap meal. I mean, we had a bunch of people to share it with. No, but like, it was twenty bucks a person. Delicious stuff. Yeah, delicious. No, that, that's uh, one thing about LA that I think uh, Anthony Bourdain put it the best is like New York is kind of the best, the the place for like the best high end cuisine in the country. L.A. has the best low-end cuisine in the country. I would if probably you wanna, if you don't if you want to not spend a lot of money and eat incredible food. Maybe not you know you're not going to go to like white dining you know type places, but L.A. has incredible Korean, Chinese, uh, Mexican, everything, Salvadorian, That's the thing. yeah, uh, Polish, Thai. Like there are so many uh, amazing cheap cuisines, yeah. which some of them it's like you know I, I feel bad because like you know there are really good. Uh, sort of more mid-tier like Mexican places, but mm. people don't go to them as much because people think like, oh, Mexican's supposed to be cheap. Like that's not necessarily true. But the problem is that those dollar fifty street tacos exactly. Are that's amazing. what I'm saying. So good, yeah. Like I've had fu- I've had tacos from a food truck that have like changed everything yeah. that I think about. And I'm Mexican. And they've changed the way I look at Mexican. But food. what I'm time like, were you eating them? Oh, I've had them all hours of the day, man. It's never too early or late for a taco. I'm not. No, I'm not. I know, you're, I know what you're trying to insinuate. I'm not trying to insinuate. I was asking you a question. Uh, and most of them have been late at night. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying it's much <laughs> easier to have a life-changing taco. But that's the thing. Is I, <laughs> at I, three in the morning. I also feel like, and I feel like you might actually, Sam, refute this claim, but I feel like in LA, food trucks are a pretty well-known thing, but I feel like yeah. a, a lot of times in people's minds, they think food truck, taco truck. Like it goes right there. Oh yeah. There are amazing food trucks that that aren't Mexican food, yeah. and they're not just doing like rice bowls or like little like Korean barbecue stuff. Like they're doing cultural cuisine, ethnic cuisine, in a really, really, really well done way. But for bare bones because they don't have the resources I, to do it in a restaurant. I think that food trucks are awesome. I think that it's something LA can be proud of because LA was like the first place to really do food trucks. I do think there are food trucks that get away with a higher price point and maybe not the best quality, but they're like, have a funny name. It's right, a pun, right. Right. And it's a food truck and people think it's cool. So I think that there are some incredible ones like shout outs to Kogi. Kogi um, was the like, OG. But that's yeah. like the LA factor for anything. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like food people. trucks have a little, are a little bit like, I've just been pretty disappointed. Like I've gotten stuff from food trucks and paid like, you know, $11 for something and been like, this is okay. That's yeah. Are there food trucks in Chicago? Is that like um, a thing? Yes, really? like literally right next to our apartment. Every Wednesday, um, in Daily Plaza, they did like a food truck, like, like a gathering pod. Nice. thing. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. oh, it's, it's nice. harder yeah. in the city to yeah, like yeah. find those That's kind true. of areas. So it was mostly like in like designated periods of time and yeah, like you know where to areas. go. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's another advantage I feel like LA has for the food truck thing is like even though LA LA is a I feel like the most spread out major city yeah, in maybe sure. the world. Like well, it can well, take, dude, it can take we, you like an hour it, to get from the west side LA, to the east side. LA really, the, the, all the development really happened after cars were invented. Right, exactly. Which is so that's why we have the freeways and yeah, all that it's stuff. It's a car culture um, for sure. But yeah, like food truck pods. I, I ran into a bunch of those in Portland too. They're very much like a part of like the kind of Portland vibe there. And I had some of the, that's why I first tried Indian food as a, a food truck in Portland it was amazing when when I just went to North Carolina we saw a bunch of food trucks because what they've been doing is they will pull up to the breweries because there's a lot of breweries Mm -hmm. that now have keg rooms and they just have the guys come up and serve outside had a really delicious uh, it was like a grilled cheese with some like shredded chicken that had like some buffalo sauce on it. It was great. Definitely overpriced. Yeah. Um, it, it was even though it was good. It was really good, 
but like just the quality of like the bread and the chi- and the chicken and like the paper plate and stuff mm-hmm, that it was mm-hmm. served on like it sh- I shouldn't have paid I think it was like $12 or something like, gotcha you know but he was out there in the cold and right. the <laughs> next nearest place and that's is capitalism. like if, if right. you'll pay it exactly. that's how much it's worth right exactly uh, so we and then something else kind of going back to Chicago the difference between Chicago and LA we've kind of touched on this a little bit but um Another question we had was just kind of like different labor practices, like breaks and overtime. Oh, I know yeah. we talked about like, um, did you know Sam asked, did you ever have to like turn money in, and you said you don't really have to do that. But like, I know in in California, I'd, I'd say they're pretty strict about the whole break situation. Yeah, they're thing. really strict. About uh, it. It's a big deal. Was it? Is it kind of the same in Chicago? Were they a little bit more no, lax? You don't get a break in Chicago. Really? Like Whoa. I've worked like fourteen hour days what? with yeah, no break, which I was kind of used to. When I came to California, I was like, I don't want a break. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the interesting thing is because sometimes I do feel like because you know our breaks are though they are mandated are unpaid. Um, and I do sometimes feel like it's sort of used against us. Oh, it's definitely. Like, 100%. You know? Yeah. Because so they don't want to pay the meal premium. It's ten dollars. Get over it. Pay <laughs> yeah. it. Well, <laughs> like, did you did you get a meal in Chicago? I mean, I feel like I should do research on this, but I'm pretty sure we are allowed to waive the break. Even only two? no, we can we wa- we can waive it from five hours. to six. Yeah. So technically, the law is after five, you need to take a break. But because they, people, I'm sure plenty of people were like, "That's stupid. Let because me just work and get out of here." Yeah. They, they they amended it to say that that's we signed a thing a while ago. They let place. us do that. Well, I mean, I was part of a class action lawsuit at Chili's uh-huh. because we were, they were not giving us the break time that we were supposed to. And yeah. part of, I mean, we got money for it. Yeah. I got like eight hundred bucks. Was pretty hey. sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but a part of like getting, we got the payback for the break hours that we weren't getting paid for, yeah. and then also. We ba- they worked out this thing where you every time you clocked in there was a waiver kind of like what we have yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but more extensive that was just like you can take a break if you want to but you also are saying that you if you don't want to take a break you don't have to and basically I, I would have if I, even if I knew I was going to work more than eight hours if if it just or if it was like or more than five or six hours if it was like seven mm-hmm. and I didn't want to take a break just because it was busy or whatever I would just be like I don't I don't need to break today and then they'd be like, okay and then I wouldn't have to sit there Dang. for 30 minutes not getting paid at least yeah. from, from from what I know because I I've I am a weirdo that reads the like labor practice thing because uh, <laughs> my uh you know my my uh grandfather was a, a communist journalist and I I you know I've, do you read like iTunes I like license shows. agreements and stuff no too? no no, no, no. I, I, I but it's just yeah I, I vacillate wildly between ultra capitalists and 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 man of the proletariat, uh, but uh, but I don't think that is the case. I believe Put that, on the shirt. that what the current thing is right now is you have to take a break uh, from five to six hours. You can waive it, but if you work more than six hours, you have to take a break, or like you said, or they, they, pay or they have to pay you more. So, yeah. did, Ariana, did you get paid for that that? Uh, in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, for that no. Uh, no, meal premium? No overtime get, or no. anything? You can get overtime, but what? That's what, time and a half? Yeah, right, right. That's time and a half. Like, yeah. You know? Like, like, true, nah, true. It's, no, it's not. They know, they know And it's up. not even how it is in California, actually. At least when I was there, where it's for the day. It's if you work 40 hours in the week. Yeah. So even if I was working uh, yeah. a 12-hour shift, I wasn't getting overtime until I worked a 40-hour week. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and you? So, Come but on, you said Chicago. you kind of. Yeah. But you said you kind of prefer that, or at least you're used to that. Is I, there, yeah. Is it, is, was it tough getting used to the, the California kind of like labor thing? Is it something that you yeah. appreciate now? But I mean, I like. I like again. I think everyone should be paid like an, a livable minimum wage. Yeah. hundred percent. California has the Midwest beat in that, but I. 
I'm just like, I don't need that 30 minute break right. personally. Yeah. Like I'm young, like I'm pretty spry. Like <laughs> I can work. Yeah, you seem like a pretty yeah. energetic yeah. person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand it for like an older generation maybe, but even so every restaurant I worked in in California, we come in at like three o'clock. We work for 30 minutes. We take our break yeah, exactly. right at the beginning of the mm-hmm. shift. Exactly. So it's literally pointless. It's not a pointless. break. It's That's not what a I mean. Break. Yeah. As far as yeah. Except take to advantage slow you of. down. Even, yeah. Yeah. even I'll momentum. work two hours and then they'll give me a 30 minute break. I'll eat in like 10 minutes and I'm just like sitting there You're doing chilling. nothing, yeah. waiting to get back on. It's silly. Yeah. See, but every like time it. we talk about this, I just realize how fucking lazy I am. Cause like, even though it, I know it's kind of being used against me, I'm like, well, I get to sit down for 30 minutes. There are times, there are times like at least towards the end of my shift where it's like yeah it feels nice but I really honestly hate it when I'm on for 30 minutes and they're like alright take a break and then work for 6 hours I'm like that's not how this is right, supposed do, to work do, uh, that's not a break that's me, that's yeah, you just, you yeah, that's me getting paid yeah. a half hour less and not getting tables 100%. and, and uh, what the fuck I'm here to work yeah so. Um, so would you say having worked you know in, in a different state and it, it, like would you say that the people the customers are I mean, obviously, it's going to be different, but how was that difficult to adjust to when you Um, first started? Yeah. (laughs) In Chicago, everyone's super well-versed. You're getting 20% on almost every single table. Mm -hmm. 100% not the case in California. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe 15 is more standard. And even then, like, I'm getting 10%. I'm getting 12%. In California, I feel like going out to eat is more of a special occasion sort of thing in Chicago. It's like a way of life. Like yeah. Yeah. you, like you just go out, like at least we spent so much money going out. Like yeah. we would go out two, three, sometimes four times a week to go out for dinner. But that's just because that's the vibe. That's like the business, yeah. you know? Yeah. So and it's part of like the culture of the city. Exactly. And people knew their wine, people knew their liquors, like they knew things that people don't know necessarily totally. here, you yeah. know, sure. like they know what an actual martini is like, you know, I don't know. So it was kind of weird getting used to the less knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's this so, is, no, so this might sound not calling people stupid. Stupid. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you're not fine. Just well, it makes, don't, don't it makes you seem smarter as a server here, I guess. Well, people, look at the fucking four dudes she's in a room with. We're all fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, moron. Right. She's yeah. a genius. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, like, well, like with your tables, there'll be sometimes where I don't know. I don't have great beer knowledge. I don't have great wine knowledge. And I'll be at a table where someone does know it. And they're asking me questions using words that I have no clue like, what totally. they mean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then I'm, I'm just like, yes, come to me. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to yeah. hang out with you. Well, that's yeah, actually right? a good point because when, when I first started and when Sam first started at the place where the four of us work, mm-hmm. uh, we actually did even though we were very much like a beer centric place, we had like a well bar. We had like yeah. liquor. Uh, and my personal taste, I drink beer and I don't really get super crazy. I don't like sours, anything too, too nuts beer wise. I'm a pretty simple beer guy. And then if I do drink liquor, I'm doing like whiskey, whiskey yeah. meat, or like maybe a Jack and Coke, or I'm drinking like a gin and tonic. Yeah. Like, that's it. So I had people ordering like, yeah, can I get a Greyhound? Can I get a martini? Can I get a, a Moscow mule? Like whether we could do it or not, I had no idea because I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck it was. So I was like constantly, I was, that's why Chris hated me for the longest time. So I had to walk up to the bar and go, hey, they asked for this. What is that? And he goes, yeah, we can definitely make that. We have whiskey. They, they asked for like uh, Tom Collins. I don't even fucking know. And I was like, what? Uh, and so oh, I just go ask the bartender like, yes. And they go like, psh, psh, two things in the glass and go here, give it to him. I, I was like, that's Tom all Collins? it is. Like I had no... I had no knowledge. That's right. funny. I, I, as a I, server, I was like panicking the whole time. I, I, I'm a little, I, I had like a cocktail phase. Like I said, when I, now that I go out, I do like wine and, and, and cocktails more. But my, one of my big pet peeves at a bar 
two that have to do with martinis is one, if I order a martini and they ask me if I want vodka or gin, because I didn't ask for a vodka martini, I asked for a martini. And two, oh, yeah. <laughs> a little snap thing. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 totally. And two, if you tell me you have a great martini, don't fucking shake it. Okay, well, watch, here watch, I have right? one. I have one. I have one bone to pick. To me. I have one bone to pick with the first thing you said yeah. because if we're talking about how in general the Los Angeles clientele is oh, no, no, knowledgeable, no, no. I totally know why they're hedging asked. their bets that yeah. you're an idiot. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's it's a pet peeve that like I need to deal with. I don't blame the bartender. Gotcha, but I just blame gotcha. the place that our, our society has become. Sure, absolutely, I can get down. Leave gotcha. this world behind, guys. Let's leave this world behind. <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> See, uh, that's a funny point because I. I was always taught that if someone asked for a martini, you ask them vodka. Oh, I probably would too, but I would like hate myself. Did you say Space Force? Yeah. Space Force. Martinis have gin in them. If you want a vodka martini, you ask for a vodka martini. Yeah. Which most people want. Which, which, yeah, exactly. That's why you have to hedge. But Tito's, Grey Goose, always. I just can't. And this is now we're like off on a weird tangent, but I feel like now I want to bring this up. Uh, Has anyone, because now that we don't have liquor anymore, we we don't run into this anymore. I might've had someone try and ask this one time. Um, do you ever have someone try and order a vodka water? Yes. That's the most annoying fucking thing. Like I've a ever vodka heard of. water back or like, no, like no. a vodka water, like not vodka on the rocks and not vodka, not vodka soda, soda yeah. and not vodka soda, vodka and liquid water yeah. Yeah. mixed together. I don't, do they not understand that the ice turns into water or what's the, what yeah, is that? They don't want it. I don't know. They don't I've, want it. Ice whiskey, cold. whiskey, whiskey water. Vodka. Is yeah. Their senses about them. Daniel. Just, it bugs me. Vodka only water. Sometimes you don't want to wait for the ice to melt. Yeah. Well, v- vodka water is something I definitely drink when I'm oh, trying shit. to have a shot of vodka Kyle, and I look Kyle, in the house and the there's no out. soda or like chaser to be found. So I'll do a vodka water. Why don't you just it's like not, sip it neat? Because, because I want a little bit of shade. Because he's not drinking good vodka. Uh, I'm not that's probably vodka. true. That's this probably true. true. This yeah, is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You cannot do this with a This is not Grey Goose. That's very true. I, I don't sip Jack Daniels. This either. is like Smirnoff, you know? Got it. Um, so when someone asks, if someone asked me that at the bar, I'd be like, I'm Absolutely. so sorry that that's what you want. <laughs> do you well, know so though sorry that, that you're Smirnoff actually rates the highest every time people do blind taste tests? Of, really? Because Smirnoff tastes the most like nothing, which is super well, weird. Well, that's Smirnoff. why well, they like it. looks like I've been I, drinking yeah. the best of the best. But it, I know, but it's just, I don't like it either. But like on every like blind taste test, like yeah. people always pick Smirnoff because like the point of vodka is like the nothingness yeah. of it. Yeah. So people love it. But I don't, I don't know. know. I guess yeah. I just always thought it was weird because the only thing I've ever heard doing water is like whiskey. Yeah, I've always heard like like Scotch I think like Frank Scotch Sinatra would do like drops. whiskey with like a finger of water, or two yeah. fingers of water, or something yeah. like that. Yes. I don't even know. That might be. That, I, I might I've have totally it. just made that up. I've heard that. A finger. I've heard Scotch. Actually, of water, please. You know, everyone like if you're you know if you're trying to be like all cool, you're like oh you put water in your Scotch, blah blah blah. But if you go to Scotland, they're like yeah, like you're not gonna be able to taste it through the burn if you don't sure have a sure. Of water. Well, that's why like I've had really really strong whiskeys, and I've just always been told to like let it breathe, like pour it in a glass or pour it in a not really a carafe, obviously, but like. And you let it breathe for like 20 minutes just to let that burn kind of sizzle off yeah. so that you're not just getting hit with so fucking his, alcohol. His drink was ice, Jack Daniels, and water. Who was See, it? I wasn't oh. completely. Oh. Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Frankie, Sinatra. bro. Oh, Frank Sinatra. Come on. Yeah, there's Frankie stories Frank. of him doing, he'll, he'll, he'll take down like 20 of those in a night. I'm sure. He was a great man. And then go record guys and all. Shout out to Frank Sinatra. Shout out to Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, so you would say it sounds like Chicago was better than LA for. Well, I'm Orange County. I'm not LA. I don't really or, know. Or for Orange, yeah. than Orange County. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I I preferred. I prefer when I have somebody who kind of know. In yeah. general, if you're going to a restaurant, if you didn't do your research before going to the restaurant and have an issue with you, because if you come to like a steakhouse and you're asking for like a bronzino, like what are you doing here? Like I don't like that. Like and people what's, want what's every restaurant to 
encompass everything. Right. That's yeah, not right. a thing. Then the restaurant's gonna have no personality. Go to Cheesecake yeah. Factory. Like literally. Yeah, Shout you, out you to know? Cheesecake Factory. Yo, what's like, up? Always looking for sponsors. <laughs> and I feel like in Chicago people did that because like literally people read the newspaper about the new restaurant openings and they knew like, oh, this is gonna be Oaxacan food. This is gonna be like whatever, you know, like everyone knew. But here everyone just goes and like thinks yeah, have no, everything. I, I one of another kind of one of my pet peeves is when I go out to a place with friends or something, and this is more like bars, but like similar to what you're talking about, like read the room. Yeah. Like if you go to a dive bar, get a whiskey or something or a beer. Yeah. If you go to a martini bar, don't get a beer. What yeah. are you doing at the martini? Why, you're are, you, at why a are you martini paying? Bar. Yeah. Why? Like you know, I understand these places have to have everything, but like I I appreciate that kind of like reading the room and same place. Like if you're gonna go, like people come to our restaurant. And we have, you know, we're, I think we said, like, we're kind of like a, a gastropubby type place. And, but we have food from all around the world. We're at a tourist location. But people ask my opinion on our, you know, Thai curry. And I'm like, it's good. If you're really in the mood for Thai curry, it's going to scratch that itch. But, like, go to a Thai restaurant if yeah, you want right. a super bomb ass curry. Like, um, anyway, yeah. I, I, agree. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, that was, uh, that was really, uh, it was really interesting. Thanks for that. Uh, perspective it definitely fit uh fit right into different plates in different states oh yes <laughs> shout out to sam different again that great title. states yes very genius um yeah thank you very much uh for joining us uh yeah i i need to travel more i need to <laughs> yeah, uh, do apparently yeah <laughs> you gotta check some other places out i do i need to i just want to go outside the country now because i know i've, I've yeah. done a little bit of traveling and i'm about to go on like my big road trip and go to a bunch of different places in the u.s and then after that Time to time to jump some continents. Yeah, I want to at least go to Antarctica. Maybe where you at? Mexico or something. Mexico. Go to Canada. Antarctica. They have really good. uh, Probably Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I got. I never thought you were gonna say penguins. I was like, too far, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Penguins are me. All right. Um. So we are gonna go now into our favorite segment of the week. Uh, hot pocket, pocket cold, cold pocket, pocket. <laughs> 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 hot pocket, cold pocket, hot pocket. Uh, I'm gonna work on a better intro than that. Please sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> so, does anybody have a? Uh, should we start with the hot pockets? Anybody? I have guess. A hot pocket? Do you want to tell Ariana just in case she mm. has one? Oh what, yeah. So, so for a hot pocket, mm-hmm. cold pocket. Um, don't don't ask me how, but it's uh, this is our segment where our hot pocket is kind of like a good thing that happened this week. Could be work related, server related, could be, you know, whatever. Like when you bite into a hot pocket and it's just perfect. And it's right, just and perfect it's actually warm. Yeah. And then the cold pocket is like when you pull out of the microwave and you bite, bite into it, and but it's, it's still like, like frozen, frozen in the middle. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. like so when something your, kind of bad or. Uh, so something that bummed you out. Right. So if you have one, feel free. Um, I don't. I don't have a hot pocket or a cold pocket. Yeah, I mean, I don't have one that's work related, but I did find out my bike got stolen this week. So, so that's, that's, that's going to be a that's cold, a cold that's pocket. Right. That is right. a cold okay. pocket. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, uh, <laughs> for clarity. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, yeah. You sound super sympathetic. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. Well, that's anyway, a bummer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it is, man. I'm just I'm anyway. Just, I got to travel more. You know, I'm just uh, <laughs> up front, or you know, it's just a bummer. Not much else to say. Well, I guess I could have a cold pocket, um, and it's I've been working uh, a couple doubles at our job lately, yeah, um, and uh, it's been weird why we're doing it because it's not the busy season anymore. No. But this past Saturday, um, I served in the morning and then I bust at night, and that was just a cold pocket because you're going from like the top position, like I'm doing, like I'm making the most money, I'm doing all the stuff, I'm loving it. 
And then they're like, okay, that's over. Now, can you uh, bus can all you, of our yeah. shit off yeah. the tables? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you go wipe this down? Hey, oh, you got mustard on your shoes? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Get back out there. Um, so that's definitely my cold pocket. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, as, you, as you work up the ladder in restaurants, it can be hard to kind of go back down exactly yeah once you once you see that just truly once you get a taste you get from you get uh once you get the mountaintop from being the shit mm. to yeah, cleaning the shit not fun um yeah that's all right cold so apparently we're all cold pockets this week we need to get our microwave <laughs> fixed <laughs> <laughs> i blame i blame the weather I did have, the last well, few I, week was super rainy i did have a kid uh it was really cute there's this family came in three young kids uh, relatively young uh parents and uh they were very nice, and then when they gave me the check, like the the oldest kid, he's probably like five or six. Like hands, it, he like sees me, and I might come over, and he hands it to me, and I open it up, and it says like "thank you" written in crayon. Oh, so that's cute. I'm not, I'm not really Did he spell to, it right? It's a little consolation yeah. pocket. Yeah, consolation, consolation pocket. pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm not usually one. Like honestly, if if when when adults do it, like I'm like they're like thanks for your service. Here's ten percent. I'm like thanks i guess but when a little kid does it it's hard to, it's hard not to so be. they tip you 10 percent. no 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 they, oh. they tipped uh they tipped fine <laughs> you know they, tipped they, fine they, you know was it outrageous but was okay it nothing? uh it's time for the mail mail time, mail time. let me Don't go check that mailbox don't get a suit oh just look at that there's a letter in here oh my god we have a letter Oh my god, just god. do it. <laughs> I'm, not the, uh, I'm not I'll the guy from that. Police Academy. That was we'll me opening that. a letter. Um, okay. Uh, this is a letter from Broke in Burbank. Thanks, Broke in Burbank. It says, so a guy came in the other day to my bar and was immediately giving weird vibes. He asked for a beer. I gave it to him and told him it was five sixty nine. He pulled out nice, a $5 nice, bill nice. and then asked 69 is the perfect, it's the perfect total. Uh, he pulled out a $5 bill and asked the other got bar guests if they had change to pay for the rest. A bar guest gave him a dollar, but I could tell they all felt uncomfortable and I did too. Has this happened to you? How would you have handled this situation? Burbank out. That's a good sign off. Well, thank uh, you Burbank for the question. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that has uh, happened to me uh, or yeah, yeah you, you it, guys are the bartenders. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, you're damn right. I would have <laughs> just, I would have just, uh, I would just give him the beer like for free. Um, but would you have thought like that on your feet to just be like, Oh, this is an easy fix. Like, Hey man, don't worry about, it. don't worry about it. Cause I feel yeah. like in front of all the guests, the, I, too, I, they no, I would be, cause I would be like, I would, I would feel like bad for the guy. Like, you know, yeah, I feel like that's just the easiest way to diffuse the whole thing. Sure. The guests are not uncomfortable and the dude gets a beer. But I, I just feel like personally, it's clearly hurting. knowing myself, I think I would eventually arrive at that. But I feel like my first initial reaction would be like, I wouldn't let any of the bar guests give him money. Oh. And like, eventually that would probably lead me to be like, you know what, man, just don't worry about it. But like, how, how, would, you, again, how would you say don't give him money? Well, I'm saying like, again, like we don't, we don't work at a fine dining restaurant, but like, yeah. that's my bar, man. Like yeah. I can't have people sitting at my bar and be like, Hey man, I can't pay for this beer. Hey. And like, instead of asking me, like, cause I've had weird people come in and they, yeah. they order a beer and they're like, Oh, uh, I forgot my wallet or like some bullshit like that. And I'm like, whatever, man, just get out of here. Like, it's on yeah, me. don't yeah. worry about it. Just don't come here again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Cause not that I give a fuck, but it's that my managers are going to get fucking mad if they know I'm giving out free beer to weird people all the time. So yeah. luckily where we're at, we're kind of isolated right. from like, you know, Ventura Boulevard, which mm-hmm. attracts a lot of crazies. Sure. You know, and LA has sure. a lot of people, Burbank. a lot of homeless people. Yeah. The last place <laughs> that I was on, 
um, was right on Ventura, and we had a lot of weirdos. Yeah. Well, uh, I can't imagine working at like Hollywood and Highland or something like that. Yeah, too, like down in Hollywood. I have kind of a funny story that's semi-related. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, like literally Yay. nothing. I wasn't. I wasn't Into a witness to this, but um, the my current head chef at my restaurant. Um, this is his story. He was at um, this restaurant that was super famous back in like the time where Studio City, like all the big stars were that going there, like everyone who was everyone in Hollywood, like uh-huh. went to this restaurant. So this dude comes in, he's like whining and dining his girl. And then when it comes time to like pay the bill, he's like, I don't have money. And then the server's like, what are you talking about? Like, you have to pay your bill. So like eventually this guy's like, I'm not going to pay. He's being like kind of a dick about it. So the head chef comes out to the table and like starts kind of saying like, dude, you have to pay. And then like, starts pulling him out of the booth wow like no you guys it gets so good he throws him out back and then like literally as this is happening like in the movies a stretch limo rolls up with like half the window kind of down in the limo is gregory peck who is (laughs) (laughs) who is literally coming in to have dinner at this place he sees like these two italian guys looking like they're kind of roughing this guy up he's like what kind of mafia shit is going on zooms away the limo's like window goes up and like flies away it was so funny i was dying i wish i was wow that's incredible (laughs) i know know. but i mean i guess when you're the head chef like you you can take that into your own yeah so that's like hands. a different situation i just thought it was funny. no that's fantastic <laughs> oh my god that's a great listen any story with gregory peck right? is yeah. always welcome and two italian guys beating the <laughs> yeah. crap out of something they weren't even beating him up it just looked a little yeah like, yeah you know, it's a little like, yeah yeah but if just, i was gregory peck i would drive away too oh, if man. i was anyone i would if drive i was away. gregory peck and i knew the situation i'd help the right <laughs> <laughs> all right so that to burbank yeah that was a great story that was a great story thank you but for to sharing everyone that. else just be able to pay your bills right exactly like, yeah i mean I, you, so you know my, how my much thing would be, be just like if like i think that we kind of approach we have sort of different attitudes and personalities a little bit like yeah. i'm a little more laid back and i think mm-hmm. you're not intense but you know you're you're probably a bit more of like a I, I would know, describe myself as a me. territorial yeah, I'm a bartender. And I'm, yeah. So my my look at his left arm right now, angled <laughs> in a Yeah, <laughs> look at me? it, all you the people listening. Bro, I might have to break yeah, because this. Because that's how I'm talking to us. Shout I'm out to our audience right now. <laughs> okay, let's um bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my final yeah, advice would just be like Well, let, I think that transitions perfectly into, into our cardinal sin yes, oh, of the week. I'd say right. it does. Uh, which is gonna be kind of like our advice or main giveaway. Yeah, it's our it's our what so if there was one thing that you wanted the listeners, especially those that haven't maybe experienced a lot of work in the in the uh, industry that we've kind of talked about today. Is there, if there's one thing they can take away from this podcast to like be better guests or be better servers, what would you, what would you think it would be? Honestly, what I said before, do your research before you mm. go into a restaurant. Excellent, like excellent. <laughs> Sam well, I loves like that. that. It's the, it, I yeah, like that I mean, there's no excuse. Like, we all have the sum of human knowledge in our pockets yep. at all times. Yes, Google. Yes. Like, figure it out. Figure out what they're known for or just, like, what looks good. Like, Or even because the first thing when you were talking about that earlier, first thing I thought of was, like, well, what about people that are just, like, walking around and they see a place that looks really inviting? They go, well, let's check this place out. It. I think still you can at least look at the menu. A lot of places have like an yeah. outside menu. Just, yeah. just look at what they do. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. just go, this place looks cool and walk in and think it's an Italian restaurant and then it's a fucking oyster right. bar and you're like, but I so want spaghetti. I want spaghetti. I'm vegetarian uh, myself. Like I don't go into like a restaurant that's primarily known for meat or seafood and demand to be served sure, vegetarian. That's right. not cool. Like yeah. it's not right. Like Bless I don't you. have And also you're not going to get, because I've been, veg- I, I, I'm not vegetarian currently, but I, in the past I was vegetarian for like seven or eight years. Um, 
you're also not going to get as good a meal. Like if you no. go to a steakhouse, you're going to end up eating like you know, sauteed spinach options. and mashed although, potatoes. Although tips to vegetarian steakhouses have the best sides. I love That's true. Oh, that wasn't a great comparison. But no, just like in general. No, you're totally right. Sorry, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I no, think that's great. Sure. Shout out to good vegetarian side dishes. Don't go <laughs> um, to a place without doing your yeah, research. Yeah, just and yes. it takes and then, like it takes like two minutes. Yeah. So you know, and just read the room. Ariana, yes. we want to thank you very much Woo. for coming out. Let's give her a round of applause. They smacked my mic. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, shout Nate. Out, shout out to your ears. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for coming and sharing all that with us. Is there anything you'd like to uh, plug or share plug or any, anything you feel like you need to say before you get out of here? Um, honestly, I am I'm kind of plug free at this point. Dumb. I'm like good. I respect that. <laughs> I like yeah, that phrase, it. plug free. So you don't like the bag now. Now. If you'd like to share your social, plug. you can do that, but it's up to you. I don't right. think she does. She's I good. She's plug free, man. <laughs> I think that's what plug free meant. Well, I, I yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, we're going to be back next week with another one with another great guest and some topics which we have totally planned Definitely. ahead of time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, whether yeah. you're plug Please, free or plug full, if you'd like to, if you'd like to, uh, <laughs> uh, send in a question, we would absolutely mm. love that. You know, like luckily, you know, lucky we got one this week. Or um, if you have a funny story, yeah, yeah, or please if get in touch with us. Have, you want to engage? You know, you want to say mean things to us too? We could read that out. Oh Love my god, email. some mean tweets that'd be great. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So my name is Nate Miller. You can find me on all social media, Dog Like Nate. Um, uh, my name is Kyle Metz. You can follow me at the Kale Standard on Instagram and YouTube. I'm actually super stoked because my videos are getting a lot of views as of late. So definitely check them out. I've, mm-hmm. I've been I've been watching your stuff, dude. Um, it's funny. It's funny you. stuff. Uh, I, if you want to uh, follow my fledgling poetry career, <laughs> uh, I love how you out, change from, from up the hours what of, it from is. the hours of <laughs> three to five in the morning. Uh, you can follow me at Night of Samalot. That's K N I G H T O F S A M E L O T. Well done. Uh, on Instagram. Pretty good. And then I'm Daniel Botello. You can find me at Daniel underscore Botello on Instagram. Thanks, guys. We'll be back another week. Another Remember, podcast. Tip your server. Tip your server. See you later. Mm-hmm.